Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Just a quick uh, basketball recap episode for you. We will do uh, baseball tonight on the live stream. The Sunday game going on uh, right now. So, Ole Miss lost, as you guys know, on Friday. And, uh, uh uh-oh. Uh, came back in one on Saturday. We'll see what they're able to do later on this afternoon if they are able to salvage, not salvage a series, win a series and um, capture maybe a little bit of momentum. We'll see. I don't know. We'll talk about that tonight on the live stream. Hope to see you there. If not, that'll get uploaded right here for you on this feed. So don't worry about that. Don't forget, by the way, follow me, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, and wherever you get your podcasts. Search Rebel Report, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. Also follow me, social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. So, basketball suffers a, uh, I mean, not a, not a death blow to their NCAA tournament chances, but uh, basically it, uh, it kind of did just that. Ole Miss now seemingly going to need to run the table if they're going to make the, the tournament thought this game was uh, a must-win, and obviously they did not get it done. I guess it's conceivable that they can win their remaining games, but uh, that's not seeming to be particularly likely at uh, at this moment. So we can probably uh, stop talking about the bubble, barring a win against Alabama this week. Now, again, if they beat Alabama this week, then you know the conversation does change yet again, but still, they are likely going to have to run the table after uh, this game. There is no margin for error at all for a team that seemingly is finding their way into a bunch of errors. South Carolina came into Ole Miss and really just kind of kicked their you-know-what throughout the game. 14-point halftime lead for the Gamecocks, and uh, Ole Miss did win the second half by one. But what difference does that make? So 72-59, the final score uh, South Carolina over Ole Miss. So we'll get to the, some box score stuff and then a few thoughts after I tell you the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online. ABSMS.com, that's the website. If you're in the market for office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems, if it's technology that you need in your office and your business is located anywhere in Mississippi, Advantage Business Systems has you covered absms.com. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They got 16 locations here in Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard. They make you their priority every day with their online banking platform. You don't need multiple apps to manage your money. All you need is an internet connection because, again, Priority One Bank makes you their priority. So Ole Miss... Loses again. We'll do here's some just box basic box score stuff, and then uh, I'll give you some thoughts, and then uh, get out of here. Uh, get ready for the, um, the the live chat later tonight. 
South Carolina, for what it's worth, shot 44% from the field, but 47% from three. Eight of 17 from three-point land was South Carolina, including five of nine in the first half. South Carolina had 16 second-chance points. uh, for, For what it's worth, 15 offensive rebounds. 34 points in the paint, just uh, a really good overall offensive performance from uh, South Carolina. Uh, wasn't like the worst rebounding game for Ole Miss, although they did get out-rebounded by 10 uh, by South Carolina in this one. Ole Miss shooting the basketball terribly. They were 8 of 30 in the first half, did not make a three-point shot. 0 of 5 from 3 in the first half. The second half didn't get that much better. They were 10 of 24, including 3 of 11 from 3 in the second half. Got to the free throw line 32 times, but they missed 12 of those free throws. Uh, Ole Miss only 10 second chance points. Only got 10 points uh, out of their bench as well. Um, Just uh, an an overall pretty brutal offensive day. Musa Cisse led the scoring for Ole Miss. He was 6 of 8 from the field. Bunch of uh, of dunks, uh, really. which, you know, that's good. That's that's easy offense if you can get it. He was one of seven from the free throw line. Did have five blocks, though, and six boards in the game. Jamin Brakefield had 12. He was Ole Miss's second leading scorer. He was three of eight from the field, one of two from three. Only took, two, again, two three-point shots. Did have seven boards. Uh, Alan Flanagan, we'll get to more of him in a second. He was five of 11. He had 11 points. Uh, by the way, Brakefield missed three free throws in the game. Flanagan only took one, so he was the guy that brought Ole Miss back into the game in Columbia by attacking the basket, and he only got to the free throw line one time in this game. Matt Morrell was uh, two of eight from the field. He only had ten points, one of six from three, could not get into a rhythm because he was in foul trouble for the overwhelming majority of the game. He only played 22 minutes in the game, basically half the game. That is not a recipe for success. Uh, Jalen Murray has hit a a wall, just a complete wall, scoring the basketball. 0 of 8 from the field, 0 of 3 from three-point land. Did make three of his four free throws. Did have also six assists as well. But uh, really just uh, a pretty awful day all around. Jamarian Sharp only playing six minutes in this game, by the way, uh, for, for whatever that's worth. They got five points from Murray, four points from Caldwell, just one from Nunez. Um, a, a really... Really bad offensive day, and Ole Miss, especially at home, has been a better shooting team than that, and, and they were really just awful. But it's not that they didn't score points. That happens sometimes in basketball. You miss shots sometimes in basketball. That's just kind of part of it. It, it, it is what it is, as they say, in uh, in that sport. But this, this losing skid that Ole Miss is on, what's more concerning to me it's not that they're losing games. South Carolina's a good team. Mississippi State's a good team. Auburn's a, a good team. They're, they're losing games to good basketball teams. It's how they look in, in doing so. South Carolina came out of the gate and punched them in the mouth. Ole Miss's defensive activity, I thought, was really, really poor. Their, their body language was really, really poor. Yet again, I mean, this is another game where we've had this uh, this similar conversation. There were a couple of times in transition defense where it looked like they were dragging a, a little bit. There were uh, times in closeouts where they had lazy closeouts. They uh, didn't communicate well enough on defense. They, again, the, the energy I thought was bad for a team that had 11 blocks in the game and six steals, but um, they didn't look like a team 
that was fighting for their NCAA tournament life. And that, to me, is uh, it's a it's a concerning trend because, again, this team not making the tournament is not um, not a big deal. It's uh, it's just something that. You know, frankly, anybody looking at them from a rational perspective early in the season, the goal, as we talked about on here, should have been play meaningful basketball in February. That was, if they're playing meaningful basketball in February, year one is a success for Chris Beard. I stand by that. I think that you are seeing positive direction uh, from a 30,000-foot view of the program, but the last few weeks have not looked right. And, and you know, I'm not in the locker room. I don't know why that is. But they don't look right. The effort looks off. The execution is off. The um, off the off the field, off the court stuff, and now on the court stuff is off. I mean, Alan Flanagan, a guy that's played a billion college basketball games at this point, doing something so remarkably stupid on the court, throwing that elbow and getting ejected from the game. A must-win game that was still within reach at that moment. And again, he was the guy that went off against South Carolina earlier in the season. And to do something so egregiously stupid in that spot, I think is a is a sign of some kind of internal issue. Is it fatigue? Is it they've hit a wall and they're not handling adversity well? Chris Beard, after the game, talked about adversity and, and how they weren't handling it uh you know, it hit them in the mouth, and and he's going to see how his team responds and stuff like that. But I mean, just a remarkably stupid decision from Alan Flanagan. And so, when you have that, when you have a player getting arrested, when you have really poor effort at times, something looks and feels off. And I've seen people opine over: Is it because there, like, rumors have gotten in the locker room about Chris Beard looking elsewhere? I, I mean, maybe. There's no way to know for sure. I mean, anything is just speculation at this point. But um, it the, the way they looked in this game, knowing, one, they're on their home floor, knowing what was on the line, was really concerning. And if anybody can get a, a team out of this, a program out of this, it's Chris Beard. I, I certainly am not going to say that this is a sign of bad things to come for Ole Miss basketball. I, I think that... Um, I mean, you guys know what I think about Chris Beard, the coach, and, um, and you know, these are good teams that they're losing to right now, uh, like I said before. But uh, So I'm not talking about it from that perspective. I don't think the wheels are falling off of the program, but this team, the wheels have fallen off of. Uh, it, it, I think it's clear to anybody watching that there's an issue. Can they figure it out? We'll see. But between the body language, the lack of effort at times, the lack of confidence uh, shooting the basketball at this point, an egregiously stupid elbow that gets you ejected from a must-win game in the second half. Uh, there's a lot wrong uh, right now. So we'll see if they're able to, to kind of climb out of this and, and get their way into the NIT or maybe even back into the tournament conversation and uh, and close the season strong because the opportunity to close the season strong is still uh, in front of them. It just doesn't feel like the, the the tournament is in front of them at uh, at this moment. So, you know, tough loss for a lot of reasons. Uh, I uh, long for the days where we can talk about an NCAA tournament team. Uh, I think that uh, next year, uh, I, between what they're going to be able to do in the portal, what I think they're going to be able to do in the portal, and 
uh, incoming players uh, in the high school ranks as well. I, I like, if you want me to be candid, I like where things are headed for this program. Uh, but right now, it just is not uh, not pretty. They have hit some kind of a, a wall, an emotional wall, and um, the cracks in the foundation are showing. We'll see if they can get themselves out of it. Alabama this week doesn't get any easier. They can score the basketball. They also, Nate Oates had a pretty hilarious quote uh, about uh, his team and the fact that, you know, everybody knows that they're not even going to try to play defense. So it's not even worth talking about. But um, uh, we'll see. We'll see. But Saturday was uh, was not pretty. So we'll talk baseball tonight on the live chat. Looking forward uh, to to that. Because, um, well, maybe. I guess we'll see. But I think you're going to have a series win later today. Uh, Ole Miss maybe, maybe getting a little bit of confidence back at the plate. It's high point, though. So, anyway. We'll talk about that tonight. See you then. If not, I'll post that right here in this feed for you tomorrow. Thank you guys, as always. And I'll talk to you again soon. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.